Welcome to Relatable Rhetoric. I'm your host, Adrian Robertson, and on this show, I drop you into real-life stories of wifehood, parenthood, and life as a Black woman. Every episode holds a mirror up to women's lives to find ways to avoid burnout. It's a mix of sarcasm, unending topics we can all relate to, and reassuring reminders that women can find their stride. Hey y'all, I hope that you've had a great week. Welcome back. I'm excited to talk to you guys about a topic that is like such a big deal, (laughs) especially these days. So of all of my episodes I have published, the last time I talked about this topic, that episode is the most listened to episode that I have. And that was about attacking anxiety. So I, w- I want to revisit this topic as often as I can, okay? Because anxiety is something that plagues all of us and it can show up unexpected. It can show up um, often. And so having ways to attack anxiety uh, is very important. It's very important to our mental health. It's very important to our well-being. And man, yeah, that's it. I mean, our, our, our mental health and our well-being, all, to, all of that, all of that, okay? So um, I will approach it in different ways. I'm not just going to keep saying the same ways to attack anxiety. So let me go ahead and throw that disclaimer out there. But today I want to talk about some natural ways to reduce anxiety. I'm going to go through the ones that you've probably heard before. And then I want to share some that maybe you haven't you know, some things that maybe you haven't thought about and some new things you can try and you don't have to try all of them. You can just try one of them. And I really, really hope it helps because, man, we all struggle with anxiety sometimes. And so let's jump right in. The first way that you can, first natural way, I have to say that, that you can reduce anxiety is to stay active. And really by that, I mean exercising, working out. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything strenuous. It can be walking. It could be jogging. It could be, you know, you hop on the elliptical. It could be yoga. It could be um, stretching multiple times a day. Uh, it could be riding a bike. You know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to do a high uh, intensity interval f- training, okay? <laughs> it doesn't have to be... Um, you know, working out five days a week. If you were to get to that point, then that's great. But you can start with something, something very basic. Also, either cutting or dropping alcohol, caffeine, and smoking. (laughs) You're probably like, oh my gosh, what is my life going to look like? No, (laughs) this one is is one you have to gauge for yourself. So you know your consumption of all these things. And if your consumption can be cut, I would say give it a try. Because if you're experiencing anxiety and you drink often, drinking can contribute to that. If you're experiencing anxiety and you drink a lot of coffee or drinks with caffeine in them, it can contribute to your anxiety. And then if you experience anxiety often and you're a smoker, 
whether you're smoking cigarettes, marijuana, weed, whatever you want to call it. Um, what's the other thing? Oh, goodness. Why is it escaping me? The jewels. What are those little jewels called? Vapes, which are like very harmful, but um, also similar to smoking cigarettes. If you do any of the, those things, it, they can contribute to your anxiety. So I would just suggest that you either omit or cut down on those things and see how you feel. All right, sleep. We know this. We've heard this one, right? Making sure that you get enough sleep on a regular basis. Not a few times a week, but every day of the week. <laughs> um, there's just so many sicknesses and illnesses that you can prevent just by getting enough rest. I mean, if you think about it, if our bodies are similar to a phone, charging your phone is so imperative. I don't care how great of a phone you have, how new your phone is, how high tech your phone is. If you don't have battery life, you ain't got nothing. And so you have to think of your body in that same way. If you are not sleeping and getting enough sleep, then your bodily functions are going to, they're not going to have any stores to pull from. You're not going to be able to have the fuel or create the fuel that it needs to function at its highest ability. So then you put your body into autopilot and then wonder why, why your immune system is hit all the time, why you're sick all the time, why, why you are achy all the time. And your, your muscles are like, we can't repair ourselves because we're tired. We can't create all of what we need because we have to conserve energy because you aren't getting enough sleep. So anything, any energy that we have that could be used to keeping you healthy now goes to just keeping you alive and keeping you up. So get some sleep. <laughs> um, meditation and prayer. This is another one you've likely heard of. I would encourage you to make it a daily habit or at least every other day to take some time to be still, be quiet, meditate, pray, whichever one you want or both. If you're struggling with meditation, there are many apps out here, YouTube, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Calm app. I mean, there are just so many, so many venues for meditation. And then prayer is literally just talking. Um, if you missed my episode where I dropped in with a prayer for you, um, I invite you to listen to that. But let me tell you, don't try to pray like I pray. <laughs> don't try to pray like anyone you've heard pray. Pray your own way. Prayer is literally just talking to God. And you can talk to him and say whatever you want. Now, I will say... If you are Christian, and this is the part in the episode where I, I go there, right? Every every episode I mention that I'm going to talk about my relationship with God. And I'm going to talk about God because um, he is the light of my life. All right. Um, so if you're a Christian, scripture is a huge part of prayer. And it can really help with the your uplifting and and your confidence and pouring back into yourself when you feel depleted and when you feel doubtful um, when you feel low by saying the things that god is saying about you saying the things that god 
wants for you and, and saying the things that is in his word. But if you don't know his word, it's, it's going to be virtually impossible to do that. So taking some time out to also read um, the Bible to really get to know it and to learn it and to internalize it and put it in your heart so that when you are praying and you feel those moments and maybe you may even say to God, God, I just feel weak. I feel, you know, like I just can't carry on. He will remind you that in your weakness, he is strong. And so then you go from saying, God, I just feel so weak, but I know that in my weakness, you are strong, God. Give me your strength. I don't know what to do, but God, you said, look to you. Look to the heels from which come of my help. And my help comes from you, God. Help me in this moment. That knowing those scriptures are going to help you pray um, a very effective and effectual prayer. And if you know these words, you know that the effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. And that scripture is basically saying that uh, your prayers will be heard, especially when they're effectual and when they are authentic and when they are effective. So, um, yeah, getting your word. All right, moving right along. That was, you know, I got I got to go there at least once <laughs> every episode. Um, also, deep breathing and then aromatherapy. So, you know, get you some candles or some essential oils or some um, incense that can help with aromatherapy. There are candles that can help with uh, anxiousness, stress. Um, when you want to get to sleep and you just want to relax, Um Man, yeah, all sorts of things. I have a whole little kit that I got for Christmas. Thank you to my sister, I want to say, gave me that. I can't remember, but it's a cool little gift. And um, I do like those candles, especially when I'm taking a bath, to um, just feel better. So uh, deep breathing, yes, you can do that anywhere. We can breathe in, breathe out right here. Let's, let's inhale, y'all. Now exhale. One more time. Inhale. Now exhale. Deep breathing is a memo to your body to tap in. It gives your body a chance to fully engage with itself to say, hey, I need you to relax. I need you to calm down. I need you to soothe me. Okay, because there is a lot of soothing you can get from some deep breaths, honey. Do them deep breaths. <laughs> um, and then tea. And that's the last on my list of like the ones you've probably heard of. So there are all types of teas, just like I mentioned with aromatherapy. There's, you know, calming teas, sleepy teas, uh, energy teas, teas if you are feeling anxious, if your body's feeling achy. Um, if you're feeling sad, I mean, there is like so many teas out here. It's craziness. Um, yeah. And so now I'm going to get into some that are, are my own ideas and maybe some that were, um, I picked up that I was like, hmm, I ain't seen this one yet <laughs> that I also want to share with you. First things first, getting rid of your phone. Not literally. I mean, we need our phones, right? But 
learning how to rest, relax, unwind, um, even be entertained without your phone. Because our phones have so much in them. There's social media, there's email, there's text messages, there's uh, people calling or, or wanting to FaceTime. There's um, your financial accounts might be on your phone. You might be tempted to check that. You might be tempted to check uh, Amazon. Okay, it's just so many distractions that just lie in your phone. You could be hopping on there to turn the music on and get caught up in two or three other things. So uh, my first suggestion would be to take a look at how much you're using your phone, how often you're on there, and begin reducing it straight up. And then also, if you don't want to like completely reduce and you're like actually get a lot of peace from using my phone, maybe you read on your phone or you listen to music or um, you just enjoy scrolling on Instagram from time to time. That's fine. But maybe choose a window within your day or a couple windows within your day when that's what you will do. And you will sit down and focus on that. And outside of that time, you will do other things. And what that does is really make sure that you're not constantly mindlessly picking up your phone and sitting there, you know, looking at everything within it and losing time and then wondering why you feel anxious when it's time to get things done or why you feel overwhelmed because you haven't gotten things done or just why you aren't able to relax because you're like tied at the hip to this device that is going to give you, you know, all these different notifications and things to do when it's like sometimes our brains just need to slow down and relax. So that's my first suggestion. My second is less sugar. Yes, sugar is a contributor to so many unhealthy things in our lives. And I, I know that that could probably be worded a little different or a little better, but excessive sugar can cause stress, weight gain, um, digestion problems like sugar is the devil no <laughs> um so i would su suggest if you feel anxious a lot and you do consume sugar a lot take a look at um how much you're consuming and try to reduce it also um what kind of routines do you have do you just get up and you just go with the flow do you have a morning routine do you have a, a night routine do you have an exercise routine um yeah by taking a look at your daily routines, you can see areas for improvement. You can see areas where there's less structure and you can see areas where um, you can really make your time more useful, like be more efficient. And so um, you may find that in the times where you have less structure and you don't have a routine are also times that can trigger you and can trigger your anxiety. So if you find yourself having anxiety in the mornings and you don't have a morning routine, now's the time to try one. If you find yourself having anxiety at night and you don't have a nightly routine and you just sit there doing whatever comes to you, I would suggest you give it a try. Try setting up some things that you can do to help yourself unwind outside of your phone that you can begin doing every day. And that can look like, you know, it starts with, you know, tidying up your house, right? 
maybe you're the type of person who needs a clean space to relax. So start with tidying up your house at the end of your night and then taking a shower or bath, taking some time to stretch or unwind or meditate or do yoga of some sort, some way to like warm up your muscles to allow them to relax a little better. That is scientific, by the way. If you stretch, it will help you sleep better. Um, and then reading a book or reading a magazine or um, drawing, coloring, journaling, um, doing, you know, these set four things, right, that I just mentioned. Every night is going to do two things. It's going to be beneficial, all the things that you do, right, because these are all things that are giving back to you. So you are cleaning up your space, you're cleaning up your body, you're um, stretching your body, you're moving your body, you're uh working on your mental health by, you know, journaling or doing something therapeutic like coloring. So all those things are good within themselves. But what you teach yourself by doing them every day is you're teaching your body to have a response to these activities. So when you begin these things and your body is learning, okay, I do these four things right before I go to sleep, eventually I am going to signal my body to get ready to go to sleep. So I'm going to signal my body to relax and to unwind and to settle down. It's the same concept we use for children, where it's like you give them a bedtime routine and you start to do it over and over to where they recognize the routine. It becomes a habit. And now their body is naturally going to have the response of let's wind down, let's get ready for sleep because you've created this pattern that they're so used to. And this pattern says, now it's the time where I get ready for bed. So it's, it's basically doing the same thing for yourself. It's very, 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 very helpful. All right, next one, music. I mentioned that, and I mentioned that with the phone. Like, if you are going to use your phone, turn some music on. You can use, you know, Alexa, YouTube, your TV, your, you know, radio, your device, whatever, your speakers. You can. I mean, there's so many different ways you can listen to music. And I would suggest you create a playlist of songs that you know are going to bring you peace and calmness and serenity, songs that are going to get you in the right headspace and slow things down for you. So, you know, you might be in the right headspace if you play some shouting music or if you play some Beyonce, but is that going to help you relax? Is that going to help you slow down? You might want to switch, you know, to some Alina Barraz. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I, I like that one because um, on, uh, what is it? I want to say it's through the Alexa app on my phone. I can set up uh, routines that will go off at certain times of the day. So there's a routine I have that will turn music on for me and I can choose the songs or the playlist for it to play. And so that's how I, I wake up. And it's also a really great idea for bedtime because once you hear that music playing, it's like cutie music. Let's start. Let's start with this nighttime routine. All right, um, therapy, and I say that with an exclamation point because therapy is, man, it is underrated. There's so much you learn about yourself through therapy. There's so much you learn from talking out 
you know, the things that you're going through. There's so much you learn about your upbringing. There's so much you learn about your understanding of the world and your self-doubt. I'm learning about self-doubt cycles right now through therapy, and it is mind-blowing to see the connections. Like, you think you know yourself, but man, there is so much more to learn. Um, so I definitely would encourage you, man, woman, adult, child, teenager, therapy. Let's get rid of the stigma. I'm going to do a whole episode on therapy and why we really need to get rid of this stigma because so much that you of what you learn from being born up until early adulthood, um, you don't even really get to apply. <laughs> you know, you're just learning how to do life. You're learning how to crawl and walk and talk and do school and tie your shoes and and you gather all this information, but it's really not until you become an adult and you're on your own that you get a chance to put those things to use. And a lot of what we learn growing up is not necessarily the best for us. So if you have a parent who is not self-aware and they uh, have a whole bunch of horrible coping mechanisms and they teach them to you and they have a horrible way of t talking to themselves, and, and others in a horrible way of dealing with emotional emotions in general or just emotionally charged situations and they teach that to you, you don't really realize that you're learning it until it's time for you to put it into practice. And then you, you put things into practice and you realize, ooh, this is not working for me or ooh, this is damaging. This is not getting the results that I was hoping to get, even though I might have told myself I'm going to think differently and do things differently and I'm going to be better and I'm going to break generational curses. If you haven't really learned how to do that, then what you're saying you want to do or, or going to do may not, may not happen as flawlessly as you think it will. And so you may have to bump your head a few times or, you know, stumble a few times before you realize like, wow, I, I really haven't learned um, good coping mechanisms. I haven't learned good communication skills. I haven't learned um, how to have self-love and how to speak to myself and encourage myself. I haven't learned so much. <laughs> so therapy, you don't have to necessarily have to go through something bad to go to therapy at all. It's really just about learning yourself and unlearning the things that you were taught that you had nothing to do with. It was not on you. You know, we don't get to choose our parents and the people that our parents expose us to. We don't get to choose them growing up, but they definitely affect us. And so therapy is, is one way to start really, truly understanding yourself from a new level and a, a new place, and then learning some things that are going to help you um, live a more, a, a better life, a fuller life, show up more of yourself, be more authentic, have more confidence. Uh, yeah, I can talk all day about therapy, clearly. <laughs> um, and then there is also, in addition to music, I forgot to mention is, uh, like calming audio sounds. So you can listen to, um, ambient music, you can, or, or just, uh, sounds, white noise, weather sounds, uh, rain, there are fireplace sound videos or whatever, audio videos where you can just um, hear the crackling of the wood burning and that can help you relax. 
I mean, you can play that if you are about to go to sleep, but you can also just play that in your home. I mean, if you have kids, I have two boys, so they're loud all day, like straight up. I know they're here. I hear them. They're, they're there. <laughs> but when they go to bed, I like to, you know, relax and unwind and enjoy the silence. But the silence can sometimes cause the brain to just be on 100,000 trillion, right? So I just recently started playing the fire lit, fire list, <laughs> the fireplace audio of just a crackling fire. And just the sound, even though it's not much, it is repetitive and it is um, soothing. So it kind of helps shift my focus to what do I wanna do now? Um, how do I want to relax? What do, you know, can I do? Um, but it's not very, you know, it's not very noisy and it's, it's not necessarily music because I, I work from home, so I'm alone a lot. And so I listen to a lot of music during the, during the day. And sometimes I get to a place where I'm kind of done with music. I also, you know, with the kids and husband and talking to people on the phone, you know, I may not necessarily want to talk or hear talking. So I may not want to hear like a podcast or a video. So yeah, those ambient sounds, man, they come through in the clutch. Um, and speaking of podcasts, that's another way. So maybe you're the opposite and you don't have kids or you don't have a significant other and you do work from home and maybe you just miss, you know, the sound of people's voices. Podcast, especially if it's something that is entertaining to you, something that may help you relax. It could be like, you know, a podcast for meditation. There are many of those. Um, or maybe it's just something that interests you. Turn it on. Okay. That can definitely help you with your anxiety. So that's all that I have. And I hope that these things will help you. It's, man, I didn't even count these. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 ish ideas on this list really 13 14 15 it's 15 and i might be i might even put that in the title 15 natural ways to reduce your anxiety these are things you can do today starting now um you don't need a lot you don't need a lot of money to do the to do many of these things and so um when you find yourself Okay, feeling triggered, feeling overwhelmed, go to your list. Put this list in your phone, jot it down, write down the few that you really love, and go turn to them. Okay, you, you can come to your own rescue during those times where you feel, feel anxious. Because what happens if you feel anxious and you go to call your friend and they're busy? You just gonna stay anxious? No, nah, that's not what we're gonna do in 2022. We're gonna we're gonna turn to these ways <laughs> to help reduce our anxiety. All right, guys. So this segment is called Why Didn't They Tell Us? And it's just a fun segment where we make light of the topic we just discussed. It's so we can end on a fun and a light note. Okay. All right, so we're gonna have three of these and then we're getting out of here. Why didn't they tell us that? All of these things that help reduce our anxiety are really things we learn in like kindergarten and preschool. Like <laughs> all these daily routines, morning routines, night routines, coloring, staying active, deep breathing, um, 
yeah, not going ham on sugar, like music, <laughs> therapy, okay, talking about our feelings. These are all things that we learned, we learned in kindergarten. But it's like to become an adult and we drop everything and then wonder why we struggling out here in these streets. No, we need to go back to the ways of old. All right, number two. Why didn't they tell us that how we eat plays such a big part in our anxiety? It's like we deal with all these hormonal imbalances that can cause us to feel like crap, okay? For lack of better profane words. <laughs> um, but yet, and they're like, oh yeah, you need to, you know, handle your anxiety and deal with it and like, are you feeling sad and lonely and, you know, need some antidepressants? Like I'm like mocking commercials at this point, but all these things, right. That's pointing to what we need to work on, but nobody talks about the fact that the hormones that's in the food that we're eating and all of the horrible ingredients and the things that we're eating is actually contributing to our anxiety. They're actually attacking our good cells in our brains, in our hormones, in our bodies, in our digestive system, and then wondering why we off balance like a mofo. Now, y'all know I just recently went vegan last September, so I am probably a little bit more adamant and gung-ho about this than others. Um, but if you do a little bit of research about what you eat, especially if you're eating processed foods, uh, meat, dairy, or just excessive sugar, man, do your research. You will find that a lot of these mental struggles, right, that we have are being, we're contributing to them. Oh, Lord, I can't even talk. We're contributing to them through the ways that we eat. Yeah, you can get high blood pressure, diabetes, and cardiovascular disease from eating, you know, certain foods. But they all they all want to tell you. They don't want to tell you about the hormones, man. I'm trying to tell you, like a lot of a lot of stress and anxiety is is hormone based. All right, I'm gonna just leave that there because I feel myself getting a little amped. Okay, getting to a point where I can't even talk. Okay, and the last one, why didn't they tell us that uh, technology is it's not really helping us for real, for real. It's supposed to make everything easier and it's making it harder, okay? How I'm supposed to choose what to do when everything that I want to do, it, ha it lives in this little phone. If I want to read, if I want to hear music, if I want to hear a podcast, if I want to talk to somebody, if I want to see somebody, it's all on my phone. So yeah, while I'm the thing I might be wanting to do, it can help me. And I go to my phone while I'm on there, I get notification, notification, notification. I can turn off my notifications and my phone is still going to let me know stuff. And it's like things I can't even get out of. It's like, hey, do you, you see your screen time usage? And I'm like, oh, let me look at that. Fitbit is like, oh, it's um, here's your workouts. You, you know, your, your two out of three workouts or um, hey, here's a little memory um, from some pictures we put together from three years ago. And we added music and look at this little little snapshot of all the times you've been to the beach in the past two years. I don't need these distractions. That's too much. But no, <laughs> that is all I've got, guys. I hope that it made you laugh, made you smile, made you relax a little bit. Okay, we gonna attack this anxiety. And um, I'm wishing you a great week a great weekend. And yeah, I hope you'll meet me right back here. Okay. Next week on Relatable Rhetoric.
Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll check out other episodes and more importantly, find your stride, sis.